0: All right, we're live. Kuba. How are you, sir? <laughs> Doing great uh today. We just got finished recording another an episode of a different podcast and now into another podcast. Yay for batching, right? Here we go. Agency breakthrough. So
1: yes. uh welcome aboard. You're listening in a little conversation Kuba and I are having. This is very much not rehearsed, as as you can probably tell already. Cuba, let's give the
0: backstory, maybe like what is agency breakthrough? So Agency Breakthrough is a new podcast we're starting in cooperation with uh, ClickUp. And me and Gray here will be hosting. Uh, Hi, I'm Jakub. I'm Kuba Kreitzer, head of marketing at ZenPilot. And this is Gray, co-founder at ZenPilot. Gray, say hi. That's me. Okay. (laughs) So what we're trying to do here is to start a new podcast for agencies, because that's never been done before. And try and tell the stories of uh, the breakthroughs that agencies have had and to help our listeners learn from that and to kind of, okay, I've got like a whole thing written out about this. Can I just read the the official show intro? You do it and I'll give you your sarcastic undertones, okay? (laughs) Okay, so... Welcome to Agency Breakthrough, where we bring you real gritty stories of agency operators who found the path to get past the plateau. Great use of the Oh yeah, thank you. And the alliteration—have you noticed? Yeah, <laughs> get past the plateau. Love it. Yeah, so I love it. Time. Yeah, I love it because I wrote it. Whether it's hitting on a playbook for massive growth, scaling profit margins, or finding a way to have an agency. And a life. Nice. We're here to share how they achieved it and laugh a little along the way. I love the I love how we kind of it signal that this is going to be funny. Please laugh. Please, please. Um, <laughs> back back here. Here. make it put the laugh track in. Yeah. Presented by Zen Pilot and ClickUp, and your hosts today are Jakub Greizer and Gray McKenzie. And just because I mean I put myself first and you That's second, Gray.
1: Excellent. Well, well written. <laughs> I'm super excited for this. I mean, this all kind of stems from a conversation that uh, Gaurav Agarwal, um, who leads growth at ClickUp and I had, we were together in San Diego uh, at the beginning of February and just talking about, hey, here's what we're doing in terms of marketing. Here's where you guys are going and how do we, you know, one of, so ClickUp's got, do you know about the core four at ClickUp? The core four? No, you should enlighten so, me about that. So they've got these core four market segments who they who mm-hmm. kind of their biggest segments of customers are and where their focus goes. And so the agencies are one of the the largest ones. By If you just looked at uh, logos, number of unique companies, uh, probably the largest. I actually don't know if that's true today. But let's say that it's true. We'll just make it up. It's only presented by ClickUp as well. So their endorsement is on this. I don't know if that's true. I would assume by headcount, that's not accurate or that that it would not be the largest just because most agencies are you know in the SMB uh, space so it's not the the big enterprise clients where they've had a ton of growth here but anyways we were comparing notes and we're like hey we should we should produce some content together and we should do you know, like we're trying to target the agencies who are focused on streamlining their ops and uh, have a heavy interest in clickup as go-to platform from a technology perspective and they want more thought leadership, so they pick the wrong people, but basically folks who have an inside scoop into agencies, which is the world that we've swum in, the world, the sea that we've swum in, the world that we've lived in for the last yeah you know, 12 years or whatever. Um, and so anyways, that led to, uh, the, that was the initial spark. And you kind of took it and carried the ball from there. What, what was this experience like getting to the point where we're actually hitting record and, and we're in the first show?
0: Well, I remember the key point being actually coming from you because, well, we got in touch with ClickUp, right? We thought about what this is uh, going to be and who we want to reach, and we want to reach uh, kind of an agency audience here, what we like to call agency operators. And, you know, at some point, we should have like a good piece of content to point you to about defining this agency operator uh, persona, (laughs) Uh, building towards that. For me, the, the key moment was when we actually arrived at what is going to make this podcast different and that's the idea of this breakthrough that we're going to focus on so it was a lot of back and forth a lot of brainstorming between the two of us and then a lot of feedback about this intro section that you just heard (laughs) which i think is like the sixth draft of this or something so i thought you know i'm trying to think of who might be listening to this and like how far do we go into definitions but do you think gray before we talk about why this is called agency breakthrough and why the breakthroughs shall we like define ClickUp, Define, ZenPilot, just, you know, the bare basics here so people aren't lost?
1: Yeah. Why don't... Uh, so, I'll take ClickUp and you can tell I'll play ClickUp. You play ZenPilot. Hi. Okay. My name is ClickUp. I'm an incredible project management software. I've grown just with supreme velocity over the last five plus years. I mean, this has gone... Like, seriously. So, I uh, got to know Zeb... Uh, Chris Cunningham, the early team at ClickUp, way back like end of 2017, early 2018, and this is coming out of like, four guys moving out to a house in Palo Alto together and and working together, and then to go from that to a thousand people and raising all this money and growing just incredibly fast has been unbelievable to have kind of a, a you know a a side a courtside seat to watch their growth. But ClickUp is the fastest growing project management platform. They've probably expanded that. I should go look, what's on their homepage right now? Uh, sorry, my homepage, I forgot on ClickUp. Still says one after a bit small, all your work in place. So there's all these different names that, that everyone's coming up with. You know, Is it work management? Is it productivity software? Is it project management? We don't wanna just get bundled down out of the project management space. And so ClickUp's built out this incredible uh, product, obviously, that's got tooling around all the common project management stuff tasks and docs and dashboards, but then around kind of the whiteboards. And that's been a, a huge area of investment. And we'll talk about, and I think the cool thing about us getting to do this from the outside, even though we're producing this with ClickUp, is we can kind of be, you know, hey, critical of, hey, here's the parts that that still need to be improved and need the most attention inside ClickUp. And here's the stuff that we're most excited about um, on the platform. We're kind of able to call out. Here's cool things that other tools have done. So we'll talk about some of those later on. But that's
0: that's ClickUp in a nutshell. What is ZenPilot? Okay, so, I mean, first of all, to put y'all at ease, the the podcast here is not going to be about ClickUp. Just, you know, we're working hand in hand uh, to produce it. And, you know, I'm happy to share kind of my own story of how it happened upon ClickUp maybe later on or in a different episode. What is ZenPilot? Hello, I am ZenPilot. And I saw... And previously, I wanted to create my own project management software called Do Inbound, and then... <laughs> I realized that what agencies have a problem with primarily is not the tool itself, but the process and the people that are using the tool. So in order to kind of make that work, uh I, Zen Pilot, decided on the best project management tool for agencies. And at the time decided that is ClickUp and just decided to be the best team when it comes to implementing ClickUp for agencies and helping them get the most out of this tool and make it do things that you wouldn't have thought possible, uh, with, uh, with ClickUp. So, and we, yeah, (laughs) and I have helped, (laughs) uh, over 2,700 agencies and counting to just streamline their operations in ClickUp and get more visibility, more productivity, more done faster, and all that good stuff. How did I do?
1: That's amazing. Uh, first of all, I love that you take advantage of me so well and uh (laughs) great job (laughs) we're we're gonna go okay Okay, we're dropping the personas
0: this is getting too confusing (laughs) that's right all right kuba okay why agency breakthrough wow you're asking me well (laughs) okay so here's how i am interpreting it um and kind of from what you imparted on me from this idea which i want to point to you as the person that first said the words agency breakthrough you know all responsibility rests on you here why agency breakthrough because sometimes what you need is that breakthrough moment that changes everything the moment when you change one thing and it changes everything is the way i'm trying to phrase it consistently and failing so uh what i mean here is the the moment when you find the lever that you can pull that just gives you outsized results or just the one framework, or the one uh, mindset, or whatever change—you know—sometimes it might be higher, sometimes it might be kind of refocusing, going broader, going narrower. The thing that you do that just changes your agency for the better, for good, and in a huge way. We want to tell those stories to invite, uh, to kind of, to inspire you, dear listeners. To find your own breakthrough moment. And your breakthrough moment is not going to be the same as our guests, probably. You know, it's not about, oh, they focus on PPC, so we should focus on PPC or whichever, you know. But just to share kind of the thinking behind what made this breakthrough possible, so that you can have this thinking too. And you can also be on the lookout for the levers that you can pull and you know what you can take advantage of in your unique situation to have your breakthrough as well. So we're telling these stories so you can have your breakthrough. Uh, Does that sound about accurate? That's right. So one of my breakthrough moments personally is our family started doing
1: this thing where we do special time is what we call it. And it's one-on-one time, my wife or I, uh, one of us will take one of the four kids and we'll go on a quick date and every Thursday morning. So we rotate through, we have four kids. So every eight weeks, uh, each kid gets to go with my wife and with me one time. So my daughter Laurel and I went to the library because she is an avid, avid reader. She's eight years old and we were sitting in the library. She was reading a series of books. She was on the third out of four books and I was doodling on my sketch pad and I wrote down Agency Breakthrough. And that's where the idea kind of started as, hey, there's all these agency podcasts. If you want to know a podcast, if you want to listen to a podcast about agency growth or how to market or how to hire or how to do ops or whatever else, or you want to hear yet another, the you know thousandth agency owner interview, just kind of talking about the general story. And I went to college and then I accidentally started an agency. And then this happened and that happened. And now here I am 20 years later and I've got a 50 person team. That stuff's all out there. There's plenty of that. What I want here is I want kind of the sweetened condensed version of, hey, here's a meaty problem that I was stuck on and we were bumping our our uh, heads and we were scraping our elbows against the wall trying to solve this and eventually we found something that worked really well and i want you to be able to take that as motivation and inspiration Mm -hmm. and i also want it to be practical application of how do we how do i learn from that and some of these are going to be extremely applicable to your situation you're gonna say yes i should do what dean and ryan at worth did or i should do what marcus at Impacted, or I should do what Michael and Nicole at Bojo Media Labs did or whatever, whatever those examples are. You know, I can go do that thing. Uh, and then part of this is just, hey, it's just fun to hear other people's stories. The, the good is exciting. Uh, the bad is what gives it all the context and it's the fun and the ability to kind of, hey, we're all wallowing through this together um, and in it together. So I, I'm super excited to be hosting this with you, Kuba, and running it together. Can we talk about the three pieces, like three core pieces of the sh- of the show structure, real quickly?
0: Yeah, yeah. You're you're kind of leading to that, right? So the breakthrough, kind of the storytelling segment. Let's say that's going to be the middle of it, and f- for you to be able to contextualize the story, the first segment is going to be. I mean, we're experimenting with various approaches here. Maybe we'll talk a little bit first between the two of us before we bring the guest on. But once the guest is on, we'll first ask about kind of the context, you know, what is the scale of the agency? What are the numbers that they're willing to share? Just so you understand whether you're listening to an agency of 50 or 500 or however many uh, million in revenue. So you can kind of contextualize this in your head. So that's act one. What is the scale of this agency? And kind of numbers based and just, you know, giving an idea of the scale. Act two, what Gray just discussed, the breakthrough story. And, you know, just in a, in a simple chronological way. What was like before? What was the breakthrough? What is life now uh, You know, after the breakthrough? And also trying to help you replicate this or replicate the thinking that led to it. How might somebody else have this breakthrough as well? And what are the pitfalls kind of along the way? Like if things had happened a different way, this breakthrough never would have happened. So that's kind of the whole second segment. And I find it funny that we're discussing this today because also... I mean, one of the <laughs> one of the parts of our thinking behind this show is that we want to iterate an experiment. So I wonder if we're going to be kind of laughing at this, you know, right. in a few months time that we oh, thought yeah. the show was going to be like this, but <laughs> totally not. But still, the concept is first context, second breakthrough, third, uh, what <laughs> we're calling the crisp cornucopia. <laughs> so just a lot of rapid fire recommendations, you know, I mean, you, you must have always experienced this and we want to help you as well. Uh, to find new tools, new sources, new people to follow because everybody has, you know, that secret tool or secret weapon that, you know, they never shared about. But actually, you know, there's this agency that we use for 70% of our content, you know, and they never shared about it. So we want to uncover that as well to, to help you find the right people to work with, the, the right tools to, to work with. And that's going to be kind of the last part of the show. At the end, maybe some shout outs, maybe some uh, thoughts about who could be the next guest and you know interview all of the agencies that way <laughs> right i think our
1: job is really to ask the tough questions that that people want to know like those second and third and fourth order questions mm-hmm. are really where the magic comes from okay it's great that you wrote a book and all of a sudden this stuff pops like how accessible is that to the basically all the reasons as we're like and this will be easy for me because i'm in that situation hey i'm you know, running and owning a professional services firm that's this uh, kind of in the in the typical size and has aggressive growth goals. But what are all the reasons that we instantly think this couldn't work for me? Uh, or there's something special about you or your situation or why you're just so lucky and kind of throw that at guess uh, and figure out, okay, like, you know, how how can we help people really see that as something that is practical for them and it's not it won't be practical for everyone but but dig into that
0: yeah i would be happy if you know we asked enough questions where our guests to some of them would honestly reply that part was just luck you know and that's why you can't replicate every breakthrough exactly you know this i prepared for you know that other obstacle i kind of surmounted but this other thing if it had happened the breakthrough wouldn't have happened and I got lucky. I think, you know, we have to be uh, honest about these stories too.
1: That's a great uh, framework because I just think of a couple example breakthroughs. We'll probably have, I mentioned Worth earlier, Worth e-commerce. We'll probably have Dean Dutro and Dean and Ryan will grab one of them at some point and uh, bring them on the podcast. But uh, built email marketing agency together. Email marketing is no longer the cool way to say it. Now you got to call it retention marketing agency um so email and sms and then you know whatever else that expands to the names all, all change to the stuff about every 18 oh, yeah. months or so so you got to you got to make sure that you're on the on the cutting edge edge of that but their big breakthrough was building the growth side of the business so originally a ton of the work came from upwork and they built a really cool mechanism for taking upwork clients and I've seen very few agencies do this but take upwork clients through a small very clearly scoped project and then convert them into a monthly retainer. And typically, Upwork fails because you've got extremely budget people are there to find a discount from ninety percent of Upwork customers, and it's really hard to turn them from being for the "I'm here competing on cost" to okay, now I'm interested in quality and I want to work with you long term at a really profitable rate uh, for an agency. But they had a model for doing that, layered in outbound, and wound up exiting and selling their agency you know, just a couple of years later at a, over a 7x multiple on EBITDA which is unusual uh, as well versus you know kind of the the early stage agencies I love to see into you know, their breakthrough because the piece that is, um, harder to replicate is they were one of the first ones to really gain, gain traction and grow pretty big and so their exit was at a point where the market was heating up and I'd be curious to hear. Yeah. Hey, if someone else builds the exact same looking business today, did they get yeah. some kind of multiple on an exit and uh an exit to that? In their case, they sold the smart bug. But does someone else are those opportunities the same? Are they better? Are they not?
0: I don't know. Yeah. When you boil it down, all of these moves that you're making, they're an investment. And to get a return on an investment, you have to time the market correctly, right? So I do wonder what the guests are going to say about that as well. Which, so
1: we've already got kind of the first batch and we'll probably batch release the first set of episodes. Got our first handful of guests booked. Uh, who are you most excited about? Are the most excited about gonna Marcus cl- Sheridan. I'm going to clip this and send this to everyone else, by the way, who don't. <laughs> sorry, I got step on you. Say it again.
0: <laughs> I am the most excited about Marcus Sheridan uh, of They Ask, You Answer fame and from Impact. uh I don't know what to say here. I mean, <laughs> Marcus's book influenced me when I was a young marketer. I mean, still am by a lot of uh, <laughs> metrics, right? But you know, at the beginning of my marketing journey, I, I followed that book like gospel. And like having an uh, opportunity to interview him on the show is just such a treat. I love it how you didn't even give me a chance to be cool with marcus but you already introduced me via email as the resident (laughs) fanboy but it's like i would have gone that route anyway i couldn't sleep when i got the email where he said yes so yes so we're interviewing marcus and that's the person that i'm definitely most excited about and he's like also like a consummate public speaker you know I'm, i'm so passionate about public speaking i did toastmasters for a time and i just love to get on stage so just having a chance to interact with somebody who's like so much further on this path and doing keynotes and all these workshops, everything just just love everything about that. And I can't wait to record that.
1: I had lunch two weeks ago, this rarely happens to me because we're all remote and we serve agencies all over the world. But I had lunch with a client uh two weeks ago, and so we're talking about kind of the, the whole business. We spent some time on ops and you know we're, what we're doing on top of ClickUp, which is super exciting for them. And then we were talking about marketing and how they were growing. And so, you know, it's mostly referral based, but we're really leaning into uh, content marketing and I specifically really like this book called They Ask You Answer by this guy named uh, Marcus. And I was like, oh, tell me more. And um, so anyways, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't wanna, you know, you just kill the conversation if you're like, you mean my friend Marcus? And it was so cool to hear that in the wild. Like here's someone else, we never talked about this stuff before. I've never made a recommendation. And, uh, and is reading that so I'm super excited to have Marcus and, and dig into his breakthrough moment as well maybe what we could do is we could just spend a couple minutes like one of the things that I like throwing at people you said crisp cornucopia and I was laughing but it's like what are what are some of the recommendations that folks have maybe we could dig into some tool recommendations are you up for that?
0: Yeah, definitely. I've got some stuff listed. Mine are not necessarily tools. I've got a a course slash book slash podcast and a book slash course. (laughs) Uh, But yes, let's talk tools and other recommendation stuff you can take away from this. I want to get yours first, but so I think tool recommendations not that unusual,
1: but doesn't happen on a ton of shows. But something you know, Tim Ferriss, I think, I'll popularize this. Book recommendations happens probably even more commonly. Service provider recommendations is one thing that I want to ask people about. Hey, we're all working in agencies. Who do you like for whatever accounting? Who do you like for project management consulting? Who do you like for sales consulting? Uh, hiring HR. You know, like what are the best professional services uh, providers who you worked with? What is so? What do you have to recommend today?
0: Okay, awesome. So uh, the first thing that I have to recommend is building a second brain. I recently did a lunch and learn about this at ZenPilot, and it's it's a few things. Uh, recently, uh, Tiago Forte, the um, the person that kind of came up with the process uh, the the concept and popularized it, recently turned it into a book. Before it was a book, uh, like I, I'm I'm sorry, Tiago, but I f- I feel like the best way to get on this is the free podcast that that's still out there called Building a Second Brain. Just I think it's around ten like bite-sized episodes about the various concepts. But the concept in general is it's a comprehensive note-taking system. But what I like about it is that it leaves a lot of flexibility and room, and a lot of ways that you can adapt it to your own needs. Uh, so I it, it was a minor breakthrough for me when I started my second brain, and I started. Just collecting all of the resources and thoughts and ideas and and sources that I have for various areas of what's in my first brain, starting to put that in my second brain. So in a nutshell, the way it's organized is you've got, and you can adapt it to your own needs, right? But it's about capturing the stuff that you're seeing online or hearing in a podcast, or you're, you're reading through a blog and something stands out to you, put that in your second brain, map it to an area, do it for three months, six months, a year. All of a sudden when you're supposed to do a talk about like marketing for example or leadership you've got this whole catalog of like pre-screened content or your or just your own original thoughts that you can put together a presentation about whatever area is near and dear to you in minutes instead of hours and you know in a meta kind of way when i was supposed to do the workshop about the second brain idea i use my notes from my second brain to to put that together So that's my first recommendation, not to go too deep into it, but you should look it up. And I recommend you start with the podcast, Building a Second Brain. Second recommendation, uh, I love to find ways to kind of recontextualize what I'm doing day to day to find more motivation, to energize myself. And one book that's, I don't think, super, super popular, because I could talk about like atomic habits or, you know, uh, or maybe Tony Robbins stuff. I, I could, but here's one that maybe you haven't heard about. It's called The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman. Now, I am super into like comic books, Marvel superhero stuff, and I have a very active imagination. That's one of the first things that the teacher said when I was at school. Like He's cool, but sometimes he just gets lost in his own imagination and we can't snap him out of it. <laughs> Anyway, the alter ego effect, the concept is that for various contexts in your life, so one context might be work, another might be sports, another might be family, another might be musicianship, for example. I play bass, so for me that that tracks. For each of those, you come up with like a full persona that you embody when you're in that activity. So when you're in family mode, you imagine yourself as one kind of character. So like for... uh, (laughs) Uh, one character that I'm kind of following when I need to be kind of tender and caring is I try to be like Keanu Reeves, for example. (laughs) You know, It can be somebody real. It can be somebody fictional. It can be a character of your own invention. But just this, and there's research to back this up, actually, when you embody this different persona, you start acting differently, you start having different thoughts. And ultimately, that leads to different actions and different outcomes. So the alter ego effect, it's a simple enough concept, but I do recommend going through the book because it goes into much more detail of how to activate the persona, what kind of enemies the persona is, your alter ego is, is facing. is just hugely inspirational, and it really gives you this huge boost when you need it the most to, to activate your alter ego. So those are my two.
1: I love that. I've never heard of that before, but I wonder if that, I saw a thread on uh, Twitter here at some point where someone had a bunch of different alarms set on their phone And each of the names of the alarms, was that kind of the personality? Is that does that come from the book or is that someone's spinoff of the idea? I suspect that I'm going to work out at 6 a.m., so my alarm at 5:45 says "Rad Dad Bod"
0: time, or you know, whatever identity I want to go adopt. Yeah, the one I saw was like 4:45 was like Beast mode, and then I think around. Eight or nine, when work starts, is like full focus. And then the after work, it was like best dad ever. Yep. You know, so, and yes, these are the kind of, you know, personalities that the personas that we need to kind of embody. Is that related to the book? I don't know. I've seen more than one Twitter thread that seemed very heavily inspired by the alter ego (laughs) effect, but not mentioning, you know, to the point that it kind of quoted the same research. Like I was, I even responded to one of those, like, hey, you seem to be like, Referring to something, but not naming it by name. Not cool. <laughs> but anyway, yes, like people catch on to this and then they share about it as well. I have shared about this on my own LinkedIn as well and on TikTok. I used to do TikTok for a spell. So, <laughs> oh, hey, bring that back. Yes.
1: <laughs> I need to find this. yeah That's awesome. Well, I yeah. have three all minor tools. I'll keep these pretty quick. First one is Reflect, Reflect.app. And it is basically my, where my second brain um, winds up. The stuff that's not in. So, ClickUps, all the team all the work, all the tasks, even my personal tasks, birthday reminders, that kind of stuff is inside ClickUp. Reflect is uh, all my notes. It's got awesome bi-directional linking um, and is really easily searchable and super low friction to use. A tool that I love using in conjunction with it is called Super Whisper. And this is one, have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Super early early on. I don't even know if this is uh, a business versus just a like someone's toying around to build it for themselves, and it's out there. Superwhisper.com. It's probably Mac only. I don't know. Uh, I think it is actually. I had to download it and plug it in. Uh, I wish I could screenshot right now. So, in my menu bar, I have this little triangle. And when I press the keyboard shortcut or I just tap on it, all it does is there's a little green dot that's, or I'm uh, sorry, red dot that turns on and it's recording. And then I press it again. Or I have my keyboard shortcut. And it stops it and it just copies whatever you said to the clipboard as text but it is uh crazy fast and uh so it's it's not instant i was gonna say instant but it's not truly instant it's like i don't know half a second or a second behind depending on how much you record but the transcription is like a hundred percent it's perfect transcription of wow. whatever you're doing um i haven't dictated anything super super like i haven't taken you know uh uh five paragraph thing and dictated that out yet to see how to slice it up and punctuate it and whatever but the text itself has been spot on every single time for me so that's super helpful I just want to record something and I want to paste it in do whatever a Slack message click up into email into wherever else Uh, superwhisper.com is what I use
0: for that so question about that so does it it transcribes word for word it doesn't do like what AI sometimes does like summarize or you know tamper with it Anyway, that's all it does right now is just literally word for word transcription. For Okay. I've used
1: that with ChatGPT, a good amount. Say say my prompt out loud and then just command C, command V in the ChatGPT. There we go. Okay. Um, my last one, and you'll notice the theme here around productivity, but text expander. Do you use a text expander tool? And did you use one prior to ZenPilot?
0: I haven't prior to Zenpilot, and actually just this week, I started using it for the first time. Also related to ChatGPT, I have this whole, this is a a nice tip, I hope, for the listeners. I have this prompt save that has just a lot of context about Zenpilot because, I mean, go figure, I end up using ChatGPT for Zenpilot at all, uh, a lot, right? So I don't want to have to explain kind of the target audience, the, the service lines, the size of the company, et cetera, each time. So now I have this prepared kind of this big chunk of text that's like, here's what Zenpilot is again. I have saved that as just, you know, ZP prompt template or something. And via text expander, it just pastes itself right in there. So yes, I started using it uh, recently, but that's just the first use case I found for it. Uh, you should talk about how it's used at Zenpilot because it's like much more comprehensive.
1: So we use it for a ton of stuff. I started with text expanders, just like if I type QEM, in fact, I was at um, out at ClickUp HQ in February. And I'm typing on someone else's computer and I'm putting in my email address for them. And I typed QEM. They left it. And they were like, wait, what's what's your email at? I was like, what do you mean at? Like my handle? Are you talking about Twitter or something? And they are like, no, what's your email? Like <laughs> QEM at what? And I was like, no, no, no. It's not QEM. It's grades. Oh, I typed QEM because that's my email. Like that automatically expands grades. Cute phone. Oh, that's power my power of Addy does my... Uh, my phone number, Q LinkedIn, does my LinkedIn or whatever uh, profile. So there's all the really, really, really basic use cases like that. Hey, I just want to type three keys and have it expand.
0: And the powerful thing is about this. Like when you have company wide adoption of this, if you change anything about your company and everybody's using the short, you know, form for it then you don't have to do so much work communicating because people are going to be using the same shortcut and just getting different output. Like, let's say the official company address changed, you know? You could bury that in a wiki or just update the text expander prompt and people are going to see that the output is different. Like, instantly, everybody gets updated on that, you know? And nobody wants to spend time digging through a wiki to find the official company address. So it's faster and it's more consistent. And that's really a rare find.
1: Out of office forms intake forms like whatever else uh urls all of that stuff well then you take it to the next level and you text expander is one of the most powerful it might be the most powerful text expander i don't know and like i use raycast we could could talk about a a bunch of different tools that probably have some of this functionality built in but what's cool is you can have these little modals pop up that pre kind of have spaces for hey i need an input here um, you can also have it mm-hmm. hit characters on your keyboard. So for example, there's a form that I have to fill out a couple of times every week. And I type four things, four characters, and it goes through. And it, so it fills out the first field and all these fields are sequential in order. Then it hits tab on my keyboard, automatically goes to the second one, fills that in, hits tab, hits tab, hits tab, hits tab, and then enter at the end. I actually have a prompt where I have to enter in something and then I have to hit uh, tab and then it tabs through the rest and hits enter and submits it for me. So it's, it's just a uh, kind of a really simple way to automate um, some of life. You're exactly right. It does help keep kind of brand solidarity or consistency across the team, yeah. but mostly a, a productivity thing.
0: Yeah. So any kind of text that you find yourself grabbing from a doc, you know, in another window on another screen, you could just be using Text Expander for it. W- what you were mentioning here, it really is reminding me to use Text Expander more because once you yeah. set it up and get that habit, it just keeps paying off in terms of seconds and minutes saved.
1: What do you, if, if anyone else is listening, uh, I'm sorry, is using Text Expander who's listening, send us an email to uh, breakthrough at zempilot.com. And let us know, what did you use as your starting key? Like for me, I use Q a lot or I use a period, um, but primarily Q because I'm never going to type QEM for a word or anywhere else. So pick whatever you want your starting thing to be. And then that allows you to keep your, what your inputs can be extremely short, um, which is super nice. Have you seen, go to typingmind.com. Typingmind.com. Have you ever heard of this?
0: I can't. if I've ever shared this with you before. Better UI for ChatGPT. I'm sold. I don't need to know anything else. So you can. Uh, there's
1: a paid version. You can download this. You can use your uh, ChatGPT API key. You can just use the web version as well. But so this guy Tony, who is awesome, he has built a bunch of these different kind of micro tools, and this one is getting a ton of his attention right now. Um, he's done a really good job with this. But one of the cool, he's got a bunch of cool features kind of on top of it. Let me see. Uh, in March, he hit. let's see, he released the MVP of this thing on March 6th. He had 10K in revenue on March 10th. I'm trying to see if I've got, I don't have any inside scoop here on what his revenue is right now. But anyways, typing mind allows you to have all these, there's a whole bunch of custom prompts built into it. So you just press that and your prompt is already there. You can save your own as well. So, if you weren't using Text Expander, something like Typing Mind uh, could also work for quickly plugging in your prompts. And then, yeah, you can dial in the temperature and all the other kind of customizations on top of it that you can do, which is pretty cool.
0: That's great. I need to have a closer look at this uh, off the call, but always nice to get a tool recommendation like that. All right. We could
1: do a million tool recommendations. Let's, Two million. let's close this thing. Let's close this thing out. I think format wise, uh, with where we go, I'm super excited to have folks like, uh, download, um, all the rest of them that are available. Go listen to, we're going to release here the first five of them all together. Uh, so go listen to those. Let us know, email us, breakthrough at how we can change the format, what works well for you. What do you love? Do you love the recommendations? The are really tactical. Like, oh, I can go type this in. I can buy this book on Amazon. I can go download this app. What, what questions do you want us to push harder on in the breakthrough itself? Um, We'll love to toy around with some of those things. Cool. What else do we have here as we wrap up?
0: Yeah, definitely send us thoughts on breakthrough at zampilot.com. It's almost as if we like they ask you answer as a concept ourselves. And we want to serve you, our audience uh, here, right? So uh, definitely share your thoughts and we'll keep that in mind as we're recording these. Even the format itself uh, right now is, you know, we have an idea, but we'll see how it develops over time. Uh, So if you have thoughts about, you know, maybe you could do a segment on this, segment on that, uh, we're open to that and let's discuss. Other things, I think it would be uh, useful to remind the audience uh, just who this is brought by, uh, just so, uh, you know, to contextualize. So again, this podcast, Agency Breakthrough, is a cooperation between Zenpilot and ClickUp. At Zenpilot, we help agencies streamline operations and we do that by helping them implement ClickUp, but also... Uh, improve their processes, finally get those SOPs and templates in order, and to train the team. So there's like a cadence of daily, weekly, monthly checks to make sure that everything is in the system and tagged right in the system. We help with all of that and more for huge productivity and profit gains. And great, two words about ClickUp?
1: Yeah, well, I am ClickUp, just to remind you all. I am... Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the go-to and fastest-growing project management tool for agencies... Um, If you're listening and you're not already using ClickUp, do yourself a favor and go to clickup.com and check me out. I was going to say check them out, but check me out, obviously, (laughs) or or go to zimpilot.com and look for the ClickUp for Agencies guide. We've got this awesome 47-page, totally free guide. There's a long 4,000-word blog post that I originally wrote a couple years ago that's been updated a number of times since then, a million resources that we're putting out to help you uh, for folks who, whether they want to use our services or they just want to use all the free stuff, uh there's not a ton of secrets uh there's some really cool stuff behind the scenes especially around reporting that we want to do but there's really a lot of this is like hey you just got to get the basics in place the the coolest i mean the thing to understand about a tool like ClickUp, you're coming from a trello or a base camp or, or an asana or something very simple um you can get overwhelmed by how powerful uh click up is yeah and you've got all these, it's the curse of freedom is really what it is. Like, oh, I'm free to do, set it up this way. I'm free to set it up that way. And that is exactly what we love about it is, hey, if you're a design team or a dev team and you need to see you know, your board view and we're trying to move stuff through and statuses, that's great. And if you're a project manager or you're super detail-oriented like I am and you want a long list or a table view, you've got that. And if you're a creative and you want a whiteboard view, but you want to all be using the same core data, we're still working with tasks and they could all be in the same place that freedom is amazing and people who are new to the platform figuring out how to use the hierarchy best and how to use views and dashboards best those are the three and custom fields those are like the the four core key features that that you kind of need to wrap your head around and so we're just trying to shortcut that learning for people and help explain hey here's
0: here's why and here's how so then Yeah. look in the header just i don't have this days. distinct feeling I have this distinct feeling, Gray, that you're like extremely excited about ClickUp, maybe even enough to start a company all yeah, around it, would know. that be fair to say? It <laughs> might be a step too far. All right.
1: That's uh, <laughs> that's absolutely true. I'm a, uh, I am like to think that I'm a fair uh, fanboy, that I am 100% rooting for, um, for ClickUp and the whole team, and at the same time, our job and who we get paid by. Is our clients, and so our job. I mean, this is going to understand it since the beginning. What's the best tool for most agencies most of the time? That's where we're going to go focus, and so that that led to ClickUp.
0: All right, anything else for you? Let's wrap this up. uh Follow Zen Pilot, follow ClickUp, follow me, follow Gray, <laughs> and those are the CTAs for today. We're really excited that you either you know listened to the very first episode of Agency Breakthrough, or you went back to listen to the first episode. That puts you in a very exclusive club. So. Welcome, and we hope you're going to enjoy the ride as much as we're enjoying it here. We'll see you in the next one, uh, probably with our first guest or, you know, whichever else is next up in your favorite podcast platform. This has been a blast, Gray. Thank you for the time. Perfect. Thanks, Cuba.